In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. God said, Let there be light! And there was light, and God saw the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness night, and there was evening, and there was morning. The first day. I'm Alexander. And I'm Diogenes. And you're listening to Atheists Read the Bible. Get ready for a spiritual journey as two godless atheists read the Bible from cover to cover. Will they learn to love Jesus? Or will they continue to forfeit their souls to Satan? Find out what happens when the Bible stops being polite and starts getting weird. So what you just read begs some questions, I think. I think there's a lot of questions, like where are the waters in this formless void? Like, it seems like he skipped a few steps, right? Like, so this is all before the light and the darkness. There's like water and there's nothing. Yeah, right. There's water in nothing. You know, it's kind of a... A strange paradigm to, to start out with. It's like uh, the quantum, uh, whatever the fuck it is, quantum foam. Is that a thing? Did I, I mean, th- that, that is a thing, but I don't know if that's what <laughs> quantum foam is. Well, and the other thing is, what language is he talking? Who is he talking to? <laughs> to himself, I guess. I mean, he's the only thing that exists, right? You know, I bet it's Hebrew. It is. It is. <laughs> Unfortunately... Uh, Alexander, you've you've bought the new revised standard version of the Bible, and this is made by Zondervan, okay, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, Sounds legit. Well, one of the things about this though is that it it it's probably uh, translated to English from. Greek and not from the original Aramaic or Hebrew. So it, you know, translations of translations of translations tend to get a little hairy. Yeah, but Um, in the Torah, doesn't it say the same damn thing? Not in the same words. And that's one of the things that about the Torah that's pretty interesting is that there's a lot more context and and not so much in Genesis, but as you get farther on, things get diverge quickly. So why didn't you bring a Torah today, you damn Jew? Well, I mean, it's a good question. So one of the other things that I think is pretty interesting about this um, is that, you know, it, you could take this, right, this first day as um, not as, as a literal thing, but, you know, you, you could see some kind of evolution in here, right? Say there was some kind of void and then, you know, earth forms or whatever, you have darkness, but there's nothing to see it, right? So, you know, the earth coalesces, you get some water. Right. So now you have the waters on top of the earth. Yeah, but you never said anything about earth coalescing. No, but there's just the face of the waters, and then there and was like, light. Who, who is, who's the, uh, who's the narrator? It's a good, it's a good point. Right. There's no one around. Why would God refer to himself, as him or herself, in the third person? Right. Because it, it starts out with in the beginning God. Right. And if this is the word of God. Isn't it a bit, you know, opulent right. to, to, to refer he, to themselves in the third person? Well, didn't he dictate it to Moses on the top of some mountain letter by letter or something? But wouldn't it be I in that case? Yeah, Instead right. of 
And then this is what I did. Right, right. What, and why didn't he just turn on the light? <laughs> it should be, and that's when I turned on the light. Why do you have to say it? Who turned on the lights, I think, is the key question here. What, what lights, too? Is it, you know, the sun? Or is well, it like all the lights? Oh, I'll read on. And, <laughs> and God said, Let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome. And so God called the dome sky, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. So we have here, too, like a, a separation of like atmosphere or a recognition of atmosphere, maybe. Maybe this is all about recognition, right? Because we, we have light, and then we have a sky, but there's water. Well, and there's still been no mention of the sun. Right, but there's light. Which is curious. Does the sun come later? It's been a while since I've read this. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. It's Should we keep going? Oh, uh, yeah. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered into one place. Uh, apparently there were multiple places just floating around all higgledy-piggledy, helter-skelter. Um, let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw it was good. Then God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, fruit trees of every kind on the earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. Strangely phrased. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. Well, day three, we got plants. Yeah. No, no microbes, no bacteria. And doesn't the dome thing, ah, God, the dome thing kills me. It sounds like the earth is flat, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, it reminds me of like the, uh, those old, um, you know, medieval mod, seven, seven domes of heaven kind of thing where there were like fixed stars yeah, and, they, yeah, and it was like yeah, a bunch yeah. of glass balls in, in, right, in right. themselves. Like it's a whole different model of the cosmos that, well, and that there's earth somewhere under the water, right? Right. It should have, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to like mess with the way God did things. I'm not trying to say that he was wrong, but it just seems a little strange. I don't know. I mean, like th this kind of makes sense though, right? Because you can look at it starting at the beginning and there was, <clears throat> uh, first it was like light, right? And separating the light from the darkness and then there was, uh, a separation of sky and water, right? So maybe like a coalescing and cooling of the water and then water from earth, right? So this is a gradual cooling of the planet. Light and darkness though, like, I don't know. It, it's, I, I, I guess light and darkness would separate first. And but when is he going to create the stars? Still hasn't mentioned stars or the sun. Right. But where does the light and darkness come from then? It's just. I'm making an equivocating gesture for our listeners. <laughs> like, I, don't know, I, don't know. I don't know. So. Yeah, I mean you're right. 
You're right. But but we've moved from so not only were the earth and the seas separated, but then we also got trees and plants. That's a long day. <laughs> really long day. It's be really busy that day. If the first couple of days he just made light and darkness, and the second day he's Oh, like, I know what he did the seventh day. I'm not gonna tell you though. Spoiler alert. Oh. I'm not gonna tell well, you. But I wanna know. Well that's not a spoiler alert. But 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 I wanna know. Well you'll find out. We have to I mean I don't want spoilers. You want page. me to read the next part? Sure. Yeah, we are still on the first. It's, dude, there's there's a lot of this thing. Like, before we even get to Jesus, we got, like, a whole lot of shit I never heard of. On the record, this whole Jesus thing is relatively new to me. I've never read any of it. I'm really looking forward to Revelation, so I hear that. that, that is really trippy. Oh man, atheists read the Bible episode 2058. You're gonna love that shit when we get to Jesus. It's gonna be amazing. And what kind of voice does God talk in? I, I liked, I liked, I thought your God was very convincing. You I overmodulated <laughs> a little bit, but I think it works. You know, like, I it, think it works. It's big and booming. <laughs> I, I always imagined him more like Woody Allen. <laughs> You know, I, I, I separate the light and the waters, and, you know, it's, there's trees. <laughs> the trees are nice. They have fruit, and they're, they're propagating. Propagating on the earth, not in the seas, though. They'd be sea trees. That's no, algae. I mean, it all makes sense. Okay. And God said, let there be light in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs, and for seasons, and for days and years. And let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. Period. That was the first period. Those were all commas. That's a lot of fours, too. Like, how, how does that equivocate? Four seasons, four days, four weeks, four years? And it was so. Wait, wait, wait. Were there no oh, four months? Oh, oh. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. Da, 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 da. Do, 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 do. Are we are we sued yet? Okay. <laughs> um, I think that was under ten seconds. Very <laughs> new. God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night, and the stars. God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. To rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the night from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, there was morning, the fourth day. So, so, so the sun and the stars came after the light and the darkness, day and, and after day, day and, and night. night. So. <laughs> what is what is day and night without the moon and the sun, folks? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's talking. I don't know what it is. I don't. And God said, "Let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and birds that fly above the earth, across the dome of the sky." So now I gotta so, remind so, you guys, so. this is a cold reading for me. I've never, I, I never gotten this far before. Okay. But, but so not, not just one. Hold on a second. Not just one. It wasn't just one at a time. He's just like, 
he's like you dude know, you're not gonna believe what happens next <laughs> but there's swarms of things just flying out of the oceans it's like he opened his cape and just hordes of squirrels just erupted from behind just go yeah no that's exactly what i, I mean i imagine uh, that's it's a pretty exactly cinematic moment yeah well not especially because not all animals travel in swarms at, on the like a day swarm of giant squid. You imagine that? Oh man, swarm of giraffes. Oh wait, wait. We're just on birds, right? Birds and fish. Well, we're getting to some. What about sea mammals? When did the sea mammals come? Because they're not really fish, and they're closer to land animals. I got an answer for you. Do you? <laughs> this is the book of answers. Isn't Genesis it? chapter one, verse twenty-one. So God created the great sea monsters. And every living creature that moves of every kind, with which the waters swarm, and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. That was a terrifying day. <laughs> I mean, that, that's like everything stampeding. Like, dude, whoever this narrator is, like... He's got a real flair for the scene. Like, well, he must have gotten under a rock or something with all these swarms of animals. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but people weren't around yet. So, I, so I we're still, we're still this, about this disembodied na- narrator. <laughs> well, who's, who's there? Who's observing this stuff? I feel like God would have to be too close to it, right? Like, it's like, I mean, we're all artists, right? So when you're working on your work, you hate it. Right. And it's just such, such... Well, that's why he has Satan. We, we'll get there. That's not, that's not it. That's not <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's right at all. <laughs> like I said, I haven't read this thing before and I don't want any spoilers. So I was bar mitzvahed, but it was all Hebrew, so I, I have no idea what I was saying. Yeah, I was going to ask, um, like, why you're not a, uh, a real Jew. I mean, <laughs> or a I'm snipped. Jew. Oh, I'm real God. oh, God, do we have to go there? Oh, Jesus. You brought it up. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, I assumed. I assumed this. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> For, 40 books later, man. Yeah, yeah, 40 yeah. Books so later. why are you not a real Jew? What's the story? What's the story with my break break from faith? No, exactly. Did you believe it? You believed at some point, I imagine. I mean, I don't know. Like, I never quite understood it. Oh, you know? okay. Because it was always this concept, right? Like some kind of personal God. But right. it's, never, it's never been something like... So you never believed in a personal God? No, no. Like, okay. it's one of the things... Like, you know, Taoism and, and Buddhism right. have always kind of reached out to me because it's like, oh, there's like a, a thing, yeah. and and it's just this kind of nebulous yeah, right. thing that everything kind of moves in a direction, and you know that that's appealing, and I, I could I could get down with that, but Deism basically, yeah, yeah. God, you're a weak atheist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I spend a lot of time by myself in a barrel with dogs. Yeah, if you didn't have such a cool name. <laughs> 
So, so the, the, these hordes of animals, do they not get along yet? Or, or are they just having a good time? Just Well, I think it's like Garden of Eden days, right? So everyone's happy. They haven't introduced original sin, so nothing eats anything. But they're just all see, like the cancer I, is just peacefully. There's just peaceful free range tumors living <laughs> on their own, not involved in any other being's life. Yeah, right. But, well, but, God just created everything. Okay, so that's, that's gotta wouldn't be they one be free range benign tumors because they're not cancerous? Oh, probably. Yeah, that's probably where benign tumors come from. Oh, God created benign tumors. Of course, it's a symbol of His mercy. That's cold. Damn. The malignant tumors. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Can't count on this guy for everything. So, uh, I think we were up to verse 24, which is, And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind and the cattle of every kind and, the, and that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that... I'm really confused. And God saw it was good. Okay. Uh, so, I'm re- what, the, so this wasn't a swarm though. Wait, so, so what did he create the first time? It was the sea monsters. Every living creature that moves of every kind with which waters swarm and every bird of every kind. So it's so just birds and fish the first day. Birds and, and, and no, sea the monsters. fifth day. We're up to oh, five. Oh, okay. It's the fifth, it's the fifth day. Then the sixth day. Right, because he hasn't created man yet, man. Although, is man an animal in Christianity? I don't know. Someone. I, I, think, I, I think in man Judaism, is super special. It, it, it's not that... that I mean, there, there's a delineation, but it's not as, as hard. So, so that actually is, uh, w- when you get there, we'll, we'll go into the, one of the differences I do know exists between the way the Torah reads and this Bible from New Mexico. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So, so a couple of things there. It changed person. Dude, there's so much there. <laughs> it changed person. Our image? Is that is that like the royal we? All Dude, of why does monotheism have to be so confusing? Just stick with one. You introduce another thing, then you're up to two. You can't say yeah, they're different things, but they're all really the same thing. No, you're up to three different things with the Trinity. It means three. We were getting way ahead of ourselves. I'm not even. Yeah, yeah. So 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 our image. And we, it's, where is there more than one? I mean, maybe this is the narrator. Maybe the narrator's taken an active role here and said, hey, God and I, we, we made some things in our image. Well, you know, like Philip K. Dick's interpretation of the whole Gnostic Christianity thing being that like God is occluded and he's insane <laughs> and the Yahweh, the creator God, 
he only thinks he's the only god. <laughs> this is because he's insane. And the reason... It makes sense if you, like, think about society and the earth and things as they stand now in this universe full of, like, chaos and hatred and shit like that. Like, there's not a benevolent being behind it. There's just a guy who thought he was the only guy because he's really that important and created his own flawed world from his own flawed mind. It's interesting. Because, I mean, that that's one of the central... Yeah, problems. that's like the thing. No, well, I mean, that's one of the central problems with religion is that, is that bad things happen. Bad things happen to good people. Bad things happen to bad people. But they always yeah, seem to happen more to good people than bad people. But that's probably like just amount of ratios. But um, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about the philosophical problem of evil. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if God is good, why doesn't he step in to stop it? And if he's not good, why worship him? But good is, is a narrow view, right? Because you have your... Well, I think it's defined in this book. Is it? Because... I think they'll tell you exactly what's right and wrong. I, 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 I think that... You think so? I Do, mean, I, we're You think not it'll be a stark yet. account that doesn't contradict itself at all? Are you telling me, Diogenes, that the Bible... The Holy Bible may have contradictions. I mean, written by an insane occluded God. I mean, personally, I can't remember what I did last week. Um, this guy has created the universe in five days. Maybe not the universe. This is just the earth, right? So I wonder if there was a time before, maybe that lightness, darkness time. There was like, he was creating other places. Well, if you notice, he waited a really long time to deal with stars, with by extension means most of the universe, <laughs> right? Like there's no, right? There's no stars for a while. So he right. concentrated on this one little part separating these waters, whatever that was. Uh, I'm making like a dog... Yeah, dog paddle. Dog paddling. In the I air. I assume that's how you say, or no, it's more like Moses, where you do like a well, V. Yeah, that's yeah. dividing the waters. Yeah, yeah. right. But the, the, his wind. Um, oh God. Oh, which wind is that? The wind coming from the front, or the wind coming from the back. <laughs> I'm going to want to cut that joke out, but, like, people need to believe me that you make really <laughs> bad jokes. So I might leave that one in. <laughs> I mean, that 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 is kamikaze, is it not? The divine wind? Oh, God. God does not fart, okay? Just because he made us in his image and we fart doesn't mean he farts. For some reason, I'm not aware of yet that's in this book. I'm, I'm sure it explains the source of God's divinity. But what about his wind? God had indigestion. Oh, God. And it was good. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Damn it, and Diogenes. Then, and then God had Pepsid AC and got rid of his heartburn. I should have known you would cause this to regress into fart jokes. <laughs>
Christ, okay. <laughs> Let's get on with this. It's going to be a long book. Help me, Jesus. I need strength. Uh, yeah, so he was, yeah. I hear he helps those who help themselves. So, okay, so back in verse 26. We're still just, on 26? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry I keep on using God's name in vain with our Christian listeners. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, basically that. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, and he gave us dominion over everything. So that, like, that over is, the. Uh, that's a change in translation. In the Torah, it says stewardship. Oh, isn't Judaism great? We no, should no, all no. be Jews. All, all I'm saying. I'm going to run away to a kibbutz and live in peace with my fellow man. All I'm saying is it's a very different connotation. Dominion versus stewardship. No, yeah, it's, it's 100% different. So I wonder if that was a King James change or like how, how that got turned yeah, around. Yeah, this comes from King James. Who was and he? And then it was revised. And then... Uh, Who was King James? Do you know? I assume he was a king. Maybe he was, maybe that was just his name. Like I, I'm I'm King King James, like Abdullah Abdullah, <laughs> who is really Abdullah Abdullah Abdullah. <laughs> what, what? At a certain point, we'll just be voting for like Abdullah to the sixty fourth power, and it'll be like, <laughs> that, well, this guy has the word King Abdullah. in his name. Yeah, to an exponential extent, so we <laughs> have to elect him. At what point do, do we you call, elect kings? At what point do we call? How Eliezer? do you become king then? I think we need to ask Eliezer about this dominion, this this us thing. Is that in there? He has a thing to say about this. He's the Jewiest atheist I know. So according to Google, people ask, "Who is King James?" The King James version. KJV, also known as the King James Bible, KJB, or simply the authorized version. Who authorized that? <laughs> Wait, what, what does the unauthorized Bible look like? Dude, there's lots of other stuff. There used to be a whole thing at Borders back when there were bookstores. Um, I got I to gotta test something real quick. Don't say anything important. We just got to something really weird. Okay. And we were hoping you, being the Jewiest person I know, you would know something about monotheism and be able to explain to us why it says this. And if this is just something the Christians, I don't know, mucked around with or whatever they did. Okay. Okay. We're still at the beginning. So <laughs> we're, we're at Genesis, uh, okay. verse 26, in the... Okay. Uh, New revised standard version of the Christian Bible, which you have no experience okay. with, but we'll we'll go with it. It's okay. So, I, 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 FYI, I have the Hebrew version in front of me, and I'm already like judging you for being losers who are using a translation. No, so, that's yeah, awesome. Sure. That's awesome. I know nothing. I know nothing no. about your loser <laughs> translation. I got the original. Let's go. Yeah, this is exactly why I called you, because you would respond in this way, which is what I wanted, which is why I don't know why we're arguing. Okay. So I brought gonna... the, I brought that very thing up to him uh, uh, earlier, Eliezer. I, I was saying to Alexander here that uh, oh yeah, I forgot you two don't know each other. This is um, Diogenes, who belongs in a barrel. <laughs> nice to meet you, Eliezer. Hi, Diogenes. 
<laughs> so I, I had been saying to Alexander that, um, you know, th this is this version that we're using here is a translation of a translation, probably from late Greek uh, and not actually from Hebrew <laughs> where it originated or Aramaic or whatever Hebrew, uh, wherever it originally came from. Okay, so there's more than just the Jewy part in this book, Eliezer. There's parts that were originally Greek. Oh, right, true. Yeah, and there also yeah, it's true. If you're thinking about the whole book, there are also some Aramaic parts. That is true. But Genesis one is straight Hebrew. Okay. Anyway, then, so yes, yeah, verse twenty six. Then you are the authority. How many hours? Okay, don't don't tell me now. I'm gonna read the verse. Okay. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all wild animals of the earth, and, let, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So what does it actually say? I mean, that was a pretty decent translation, yeah. So um, why um, is it our? Okay, very good, very good. This question is mentioned in the Talmud. The the rabbis said that Dude. it says in the Talmud that the reason it's written like this in plural is that God was consulting with the with all the angels and all those people. The, the, the Hebrew expression is the, the Pamalia Shamila, like the, the heavenly family. He was consulting with the heavenly family, not because he needed their advice, but to show you that it's a good idea to consult with other people. So where did, but really, where, God did it all on his own. At what point it was, was the, the family created? Good question, Diogenes. Uh, I guess before day one. What? There can't be a before day one, Eliezer. It, it says, Eliezer, I'm sorry, I didn't read this to you, but it says, one, in the beginning when God created. That's the first day. <laughs> okay, maybe he actually made a minute. No, you know, you know, now that you mention it, I actually think that it says somewhere that the angels were made on day three. Definitely not on day six. When, when but it's got to say that dead. later in the Bible. Were the angels but, part of the swarms of things in the, in the <laughs> air and no, the, I, the seas? I, I, I think the angels were part of the, the flying things. I think. So I, I angels travel in swarms is what we're learning. I mean, you learn from Ezekiel that they fly, some of them. I mean, if... If, the, if this was not a podcast, I could do my homework and get back to you with a real source about when angels were created. But I, I think <laughs> uh, if I had to choose one day, I would say day three. Um, so it's fine. So, so, th so that, that's, a, that's a traditional Jewy explanation that, that uh, obviously seems like they were making it up because like, that's such a lame-ass story. Like, God said, let us make man to show you that it's good to take advice from other people. Like, come on, bullshit. Obviously, this is a, a early, the earlier, no, earlier they were polytheistic and they edited the Bible to make it monotheistic and they didn't edit out this one snippet of, mon of polytheism. So what were the like old the... gods like? Cthulhu. Honestly, Dude. if you wanted to know what the old gods were like, you'd have to like study Canaanite mythology and, and I would not be your guy for that. I have no oh, idea. Mazda. Okay. I don't know. 
But I, having grown up in a conservative Jewish household, I, I really don't know a lot of the deeper wisdom. Um, is there a, a, a solid Jewish perspective of uh, elder gods? Is that... Um, there, there is, but it's been like, it was suppressed, you know, bajillions of years ago. And now to learn, By you have to like talk to his. Okay. So this is, you can even see straight up in the text, like in Kings and, and Chronicles and those books that, that there were these Kings who pushed to get rid of all the other gods and only worship. Yahweh or Jehovah, like it's straight up in the text that they were like the the Israelites were were sacrificing on altars outside of Jerusalem and and worshiping other gods, and then the prophet would come and say, "Fuck off, let's destroy all these awful altars." So it the, during that during the the king's era, there was this big fight, and the monotheists won. Okay, I just found. A, a page on Chabad.org that tells us exactly. <laughs> so if you if you go to Chabad.org and you and there's an article there titled "When Were Angels Created?" Okay, so so I was I was correct in saying that the angels were created the same day as the birds, but I was incorrect because I thought the birds were created on day three. The birds are created on day five. So I was so Rabbi Hanina, however, taught that angels were created on the fifth day. He points out that the words used in Genesis to describe the creation of birds on the fifth day are similar to the words used by Isaiah to describe the angels. So according to one opinion, they were created together with the birds. Okay. Um, but in a swarm. A swarm of angels. No, not necessarily. Um, Isaiah six. I don't. I'd have to look up Isaiah six to know what what you that word was. No, it's yeah. great. It's great. This is going to be very broad. Okay, then there's an, there's another opinion that angels were created on the second day because there's some sort of the same kind of like rabbinic bullshit where like the same expression is used in two places. Okay, I can read this, but like I'm warning you, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Rabbi Yochanan taught that angels were created on the second day of creation. He sees this reflected in Psalms 104 when we read in the third verse, quote, who roofs his upper chambers, chambers with water. And in the following verse, he makes his angels spirits. Oh, so we see that angels are mentioned together with the roof of water. So the angels must have been created on the day that God made that roof of water, which was on the second day when God made the firmament. So there you have it. Angels were definitely around by day six when God said, let us make that. I, I have another question. Um, Ask. What's firmament? Firm, it's the thing that God created on the second day to hold up the water. I don't know. So again, I will. But he, it, I, I believe that, that on the first day he separates the firmament, right? Like it, he's taking a thing and dividing it. And whatever that thing is, it's, it's the firmament. We have you um, skipping all around. I'm sorry. Right, right. So that was that was day. Well, that was yeah. That's what he did on day two. Yeah, he made this thing that separates the water. Um. So what? So I think the, the, the word so firmament is a translation of the word rakia. I think rakia is related to the word spreading out because like God spread out this thing. I don't really know. Yeah, it's, it's some spready outy kind of thing. It's, it's uh, throwing out a bucket. I 
Yeah, maybe. Except the bucket that, that stays An infinite that bucket. Stays fixed. The bucket Is stays it fixed. Infinite? Who yeah, and then who's, who says that it, yeah, who says it's infinite? I mean it, it's God's bucket, right? Yeah, well, God's God. not gonna run out of water. Then he wouldn't be God. If you saw God with a bucket and it wasn't infinite, you would be like, no, man, that bucket's not infinite. You, you could do better. Get off your high horse. You, you, you could do better. Oh, so here's a fun fact also from the Julie's sources that there's actually a finite distance between earth and heaven. And it's a finite distance that is traversable in 500 years. Like if, you, if you walked for 500 years, you'd make it across. It's a long walk. So what, what is the finite. fun? Yeah, yeah. So the finite distance it's defined by the walking, not like they couldn't use meters or feet. Or... Correct. In, in general, in general, in those days, cubits. It's the same, the, the same yeah, way cubits. Today. They, dude, the ark is like there's a blueprint of it. They built yes. it again. Yes. It's amazing. Okay, exactly. Right. Christians so, are great. So it's similar. It's Christian. It's, the, the people who Presbyterian. built it were Christian. But anyway, the same way today for, for short distances, we'll say feet. But for longer distances, we'll say like that's a 30-minute drive or that's a 10-hour drive. So back then, they would say it's a 10-day you know, walk or a 20-day walk. So, so 500 days walk was like – or 500 years walk was their standard way of describing long distances. So what do you think it was like in miles? Do you think it was like turn of phrase? Like, man, that's, that's like a 500-year walk. Wow, it's over there. Yeah, that's <laughs> possible. That's possible. Uh, they, Ooh, they good question there. They definitely did refer to distances uh, using times for like literal distances when they were, th- were talking about things that were practically relevant. They were, they were, like a, a more reasonable um, measurement that we know was meant literally was when they would talk about like the amount of the amount of space you could walk. In, in one day or two days, this is definitely meant literally. The 500 days could have been an exaggeration, sure. I'm, I'm like only listening with half an ear because I'm trying to find what the word firmament means or what the word rakia means. Think about the firmament. It's, the, it's like this primordial matter that God created out of nothing. God took that primordial matter and spread it out like a tent inside the water, and that's the firmament. So it's like a the tent inside the water. A tent? Where does it yeah. say that? So this, there's a guy whose English name is Nachmanides, if you want to look him up later. That's an English name? <laughs> Why didn't yes. he go with, like, Dave? So his, his, his Jewy name is... the rapper. <laughs> his Jewy name is the Ramban, with an N at the end, not to be confused with the Rambam, with an M at the end. And his English name is Nachmanides. And this is what he says. That, oh, the beast um, the, the material that was in the beginning that he created out of nothing, that, regarding that material, he said that it should be a spread out, spready out thing, like a tent in midst of the waters. And it should separate between the waters. It's like a deflated tent. Like if you took a tent and flattened it out and threw it on the water, that's how it would spread out. No, it's like one of sure. those new popping tents that, like, creating an air bubble in the water. Oh, and here's another thing. This is um, what this is from the Medrash that what one Rav said the heavens were 
were moist on the first day, and on the second day they congealed. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So is I, that all yeah, the waters, or just the water? Oh, okay. The water right. that was above. The water that was above. That's an was... amazing choice of words, by the way. They congealed? were moist, and then they congealed. Oh. Yeah, because it was like a miasma, right? It was all in the atmosphere, and then it, and it settled down and made water and made less dense water. Air. So is that like the dark matter that like things stick to because of gravity? The dark matter that things... I mean, everything sticks to everything because of gravity. I don't know if dark matter is an exception. No, but people say that like our galaxy formed the way it did because it formed around this clump of dark matter. Okay, and that's relevant to the firmament how? I'm saying maybe that's what the narrator is talking about, but he just doesn't have the vocabulary of uh, modern physics. Right, so here's a a fun thing. Modern physics is so complicated, and the Bible is so funky that, like, whatever modern physics comes up with, you can interpret the Bible in accordance with that. So sure, sure, it's dark matter, that's the firmament. Thank you for saying I'm right, Eliezer. I said that you're not more wrong than any of the other bullshitters out there. <laughs> yeah, but for you, that's saying I'm right. <laughs> fine, fine. Take, take, sure, take this as a compliment. So, so the Midrash and the Talmud, is it just a, a time period difference between those two? No. No, they actually overlapped a lot. Uh, the, the characters who are quoted in the Medrash and the characters who are quoted in the Talmud are mostly the same characters. The difference, among the differences, is that the Talmud was very clearly canonized at a specific point in time. And, like, we, just, we have the Jerusalem Talmud and the Babylonian Talmud, and that's it. And, like, that is the Talmud. Very, very simple. The Medrash kind of floated around nebulously for a long time and then was somehow sort of canonized into a bunch of books. And I don't really know how, and I, I, it's, I'm not going to say it isn't known. I'm sure like people who study it know, but like regular Jews don't really understand how it got crystallized into these books that we have. Yeah, but you're not a regular Jew, are you, Eliezer? Moshe from the block doesn't doesn't walk around with this knowledge. Exactly, on the exactly. Whereas Moshe from the block does know, like, uh, basically about the Talmud and how it got canonized and and what are, yeah, what's included and what's not included. Um, another big difference in the Medrash and the Talmud is that that the the Talmud has lots of stuff going on in it, including like creative wonky interpretations of the Bible. Um, the but it also has all sorts of other stuff like technical stuff and legal stuff. And the Medrash, it's just like wonky, weird interpretations and like weird stories. It doesn't have any of that like pseudo logical, technical stuff in it. So the Midrash is a lot like what we're doing now, where we're just kind of talking about the, the, yeah. the strangeness of the document. Yeah, does that make us rabbis? No, sorry. <laughs> what do I have to do, Eliezer? Become a rabbi? Yeah. Uh, who asked me that, Alexander or Diogenes? Diogenes. You're speaking to Alexander right Okay, now. so Alexander, first thing you need to do is go back in time and come out of a Jewish vagina. <laughs> 
Well, I think that's going to be a problem. Okay. The, then, then you also have to choose who Which do you is want preceded to... by a separation of the waters. I didn't get that joke. Sorry. Break, when you break your water before you give birth. Okay. It's, it's a little bit dense. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um... And how do you become a rabbi? You just gotta study a lot, and then and then they'll they'll give you a certificate. That's basically it. Wait. So the main thing right now. See, I could study a lot. Well, theoretically, I could study a lot. So the main thing right now is the back in time issue. Okay. Also, who? I mean, do you want to get an Orthodox uh, ordination, or are you satisfied with a different ordination? Because you don't have to go back in time if you. If you'd be satisfied with a non-orthodox ordination, oh. or you could also, I mean, you could also get an orthodox ordination. You just have to commit to living an orthodox life. Okay, so either go so, back in time or commit to living an orthodox life, and then you can get an orthodox ordination. So you can opt in any time. <laughs> yes, but it's very hard to opt in. Like you, you really just want to install that package to begin with. Oh, and are you so, aware of this thing where he created the sun way <laughs> after night and day? Yeah, that's also true. Like, night and day was a different, distant memory by the time we had the sun and the moon. Yeah, a couple of days, yeah. whatever those were. <laughs> yeah, whatever that is without the sun and the moon. So, and, and there was, in the very beginning, there was light and darkness together, and God needed to separate them, right? Yeah, that's the first part, yeah. Right. So, so not only were there night and day before the sun, but there was also, like, this is explicit, that there was light and dark before the sun. So right. I think so. First, it was a total fucking mess. There was light and dark all together in one thing. Then, then God had light and dark split temporally, but He didn't have any like physical mechanism to make the light and dark happen. And then on whatever day it was, day three, I think, God was like, "Okay, I got. It. I had this light and dark thing that was like rotating 24 hours. It was really great. But now I'm going to tie it up in a physical thing. I'm going to put the sun in charge of." ushering in the light period that's so, bizarre so what you're saying yes, it is. So what you're saying here is that it was an iterative process for him like it, it started like big broad strokes and he kind of honed in and honed in so it was an evolution yeah. of the process as he's getting better at doing this whole day and night thing his process is evolving yeah it, it's like when you develop software and in the beginning it's broken but you keep working on it and like you might be running it in your test environment and you know it's fucking broken, but you still run it in your test environment or your development environment. Except that God did it all in one environment. Can I ask a, a totally different, unrelated question? And I know, sure. I know what you're going to say, and it's Hebrew, but what language was God speaking when he said, let there be light? <laughs> but you need... So, so who else was there, right? Because if he's speaking a language, there's got to be someone there to bounce that off of otherwise why would there be a language if there was no one to communicate with yes yes it's true you guys have you guys have good points and this can be talked about more in the tower of babel section but... uh, so, so th there's a lot of callbacks to this first page <laughs> the tower of babel doesn't doesn't explicitly refer to genesis 1 but it does talk about how human language came about and how we ended up in a situation where everybody speaks different languages. But there's this idea that the Jews believe that Hebrew is in a different category than other languages. Other languages just evolved. Well, and, 
I'm sorry to interrupt, but God is also a Jew, is he not? Mm, no, it, it's like no, not really. Oh, okay. I mean, define Jew. Like, like no, I just assumed that, like you know, Christians would Jewish. tend to think, yeah, right. <laughs> no, just the Christians would tend to think God is clearly a Christian. He believes what they do. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yes, yes. So, if, but but, wouldn't, mean... but if God believed what they do, wouldn't that just kind of be self-esteem? Yeah, well, why do you... Yeah. You got it backwards. It's not that God believes what the Jews believe. It's that the Jews believe what God believes. So God believes you should wear a funny hat. <laughs> yes, and funny hats are very important. And if you wear the wrong funny hat, then you're in really bad shape because you're identifying with the wrong flavor of Jew. What, what are the ones with Bloods the beaver hats? I want one of the beaver hats. You, you're still living in... <laughs> you you were it's an undisclosed location oh okay we'll bleep it out but let the let the listeners know that if alexander wants to buy a beaver hat it's a very achievable dream <laughs> yeah but i need like five grand or something don't i no okay okay no not the beaver one. made the, of real the, beavers the, 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 it's made the of beaver live hat. beavers <laughs> no that's where the there, swarms of things comes in you so there, go and the swarms of beavers leave your hat there are hats made of dead beavers, and they are not that expensive. The super-duper expensive ones that you're thinking of are made of foxtails, and those cost two grand. Oh, that's way cooler than beaver. Yeah, but the What do they do with is... the rest of the fox? Dude, I don't know. and foxes are so cute. They are, and they're fantastic. Well, let me tell you something. People were created to rule over the animals, not to be stewards over the animals, so kill the goddamn foxes. And turn their tails into funny hats. <laughs> that that is some venom. Look, you know, it says in the Bible, Genesis one, that you have to rule over the, all the animals. It's right there, Genesis one. Don't believe yeah, no, I still remember that part. I remember. Okay, that part. good. Oh, I was gonna say the forest thing might not be real, but isn't it real that the seventh Habad Rebbe was the seventh Habad Rebbe, and does that make him special that he was the seventh yes. guy? Yes. Yes, it does make him special. He was the seventh guy. Um, Moses was the seventh awesome person. Um, we haven't yet encountered any people because we're just in Genesis 1, but spoiler, there's seven awesome people in order. It's um, Adam and then Noah and then like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and then Amram, Kahas. No, uh, oh, then, then Amram and then Moses. So Moses is the seventh awesome person. And then I think if you count again seven generations, maybe you get to David. So like we know that, that being being the seventh is super awesome. And he was the seventh Rebbe, which makes him the best Rebbe. And he's going to lead us out of exile any second now. And raise the dead. Yes. Didn't yes. he Maybe die? even raise himself. Yeah, that's, that's part of the question. problem, Diogenes. Yes. <laughs> Some people would assert that he hasn't died. Uh, so for for the listeners... Uh, when we do actually edit this into something, hopefully, um, can you please describe who this this Rebbe was? Listeners, pause the podcast, <laughs> open Wikipedia, and search Chabad Rebbe. C H A B A D space R E B B E. Read a little bit and then come back. So he, I mean, he, I was, the... he was he was the best. He was the awesomest guy ever. He was. 
he handed out dollar bills. He did hand out dollar bills. Making it not, rain on the street? Not to make it rain. In a but sense. To, but, well, to make it rain goodness, if I can, again, spoiler, Isaiah says something about, like, let the goodness, like, rain like a thunderstorm or something. It's it's something in the Bible, I think. So, anyway, what he would do is he would give people dollar bills and tell them, give this dollar to charity. And then, of course, the people would not want to give the dollar to charity because they wanted to save the dollar that they received from the awesomest guy ever. So they would then give a different dollar to charity and cherish the dollar that they had received forever and ever. That's And that was your chance to come and chat with him and, and hear what he had to say and, and you know, have a one-on-one -on -one moment with the greatest guy ever. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was cool. cool. But he's in, he died. But he's nice, still. He been, he's he is he some been, kind of deity within the Chabad. Circles? They would they would assert very strongly that he is not a deity, and God forbid you should call him a deity. But he comes no back way. from the dead. Well, if the definition of deity is someone who comes back from the dead. Like that, that's a pretty low bar for a deity. I mean, it's, it's many signs and wonders, you know. He's definitely done signs and wonders. There's a book about him with the title, Signs and Wonders. And you can read about the signs and wonders he did. Oh, joy. But did he have a band of evil angels? No. Does a deity need to have a band of evil angels? Is this, is this a I mean, reference I'm not getting? Uh, I mean, that's Passover, but, you know. Bad of, band of evil angels? Yeah, with the plagues. It was always the last one. It was the Band of Evil Angels. Right, right, right. I know what you're talking about. Um, crap, I can't remember the exact words. But yeah, it ends off. Band of Mishlachas Malach is what we would say. But sure, Band of Evil Angels. Um, he did not have a band, band of Evil Angels. He just had a bunch of followers who loved him very much and wanted to devote their lives to doing what he wants. And they still devote their lives to doing what he wants. So chapter, verse 27 Bam, this is this is how the rabbis proved that that like monotheism is the only way to go because in verse twenty seven I gotta read it first, man. Okay, fine. Read, read verse twenty seven. <laughs> so God created humankind in him's image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. Yes. So notice that here it says God created him in his image. There's no God created them in their image. So from here we can see that when God said before our image and our likeness, God was just talking figuratively because when it came time to actually do it, it says his image and not their image. So obviously monotheism is, is real and polytheism is bullshit. But, but what about just going into the royal we? Like because throughout, throughout all of this, this first page, uh, there's been this, you know, uh, third-party entity that that's saying well god did this god did that maybe this is maybe that day when he's talking about our that maybe that's the way god talks he talks in the royal we and that's the one day that he kind of wrote down in his journal what happened mm, the i mean that's the, it, it, so you guys are just in genesis one but i'll tell you that later on in the bible you don't see this royal we happening Dude, not, spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not in regards to God and not in regards to kings or yeah. You don't see royal we used 
anywhere. I don't think. I mean, I'd have to like think about it and, and do some Googling, but I'm pretty sure royal is, is not so a thing in the Bible. <laughs> so, so with that though, it, it, this one passage of the royal we has survived how many thousands of years? Like it, it seems like a pretty pretty glaring error not to error not to edit out. Yes, so it's true. It's true. As you guys continue through the Bible, you're going to find lots of places where you're going to be like, "Hey, how did the editors leave this bullshit in?" Like, there's there's straight up contradictions. Um, there's I told there's you. like little 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 um glimpses of polytheism. It's true. The editors did not do a clean job. So who were the editors? In the weekly world I don't know. News. They did. They didn't teach me that in Jewish school. I don't know. Where's Where's the Bible? They didn't want me to read. Yeah, I'm gonna have a hard time finding it. Really, it's like the 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 Gospels that the Catholics didn't want you to read have survived, but the Old Testament that like because again the, the polytheists were suppressed a very long time ago. They're gonna have a hard time finding their texts. All right, you want to move on? Um, wait, you can't move on. There's something very interesting in this verse. Okay, okay. That's Do why tell. I asked the question. Okay, so, so read, read the verse again. Be so kind. <laughs> so God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. So this is where I get to look down at my nose. Look down my nose at the losers who use a translation because that translation fucked it up entirely. I'm going to read it again. Um, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. That's really wild, because God creates, again, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So did he create a single human, or did he create multiple humans? It's well, yeah, doesn't the whole rib thing, the whole rib thing needs to That, that comes later. Yes. So that, that's later. another example, it's another example of shoddy editing that I didn't want I didn't want Alexander to yell at me, spoiler alert, but the the whole creation story is going to happen again without the division Dude, of six days. And, you're and, totally spoiling it. We can move this okay, conversation so, to another episode. Sure. So anyway, the, the rib is going to come later, but right over here in version one, we have this weirdness where in the, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So one... The so Medrash, would it be three like, at least? So the Medrash says as follows, that, that first God created like this one human that had two, that had two bodies. I, I, I don't remember the exact text or the exact Like Hedwig and the Angry but, Inch? But, but I remember like the image that it conjured up is like... Do you get okay. that reference, Eliezer? Hedwig no. and the Angry... Oh, of course you don't. Yeah, I don't... Well, I mean, there, there was an ancient... What's it, Greek? I think it was Greek myth that at the beginning there were um, three races of man, the children of the earth, the moon, and the sun, and then there were um, they were kind of stuck back to back, facing out, but they always yeah. had another person, and they yeah, kind of like exactly roll around it. until Zeus got mad and then threw some thunderbolts and split them all. Wait, in half. what? Yes. So, so, so the Jews have something similar to that. The Jews have something similar to that, and and you see that in this verse. That, that your awful Christian translation glossed over. Yeah, that's exactly it. There were two of them stuck together and God split them. That's what it says. He created him, male and female, he created them. So they, they're hermaphrodites at this point. Well, at the beginning. Like Siamese hermaphrodites. Yeah. yeah, Siamese. 
Siamese twins that are, yeah, yeah, or the, the Greek, the Greeks had the same idea. Sure, that's it. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So, I know that there's a big difference in the translation here as well, right? Because it, it's not dominion in the Torah, it's stewardship. How does yours Oh, read? no, that's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. You've been hanging out with the softcore conservative Jews. They, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. give it to them. It's, it's not stewardship. It's dominion. Just deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's, did Jews have hell? Uh, it's not, it's not really in the Bible. But, so, so, but, but if you're, if you're, um, super hardcore Jew, okay, so you have hell? People, okay, I, I'll, I'll give a slightly diplomatic answer. When, when people assert with great confidence, Jews do not have hell, they're lying. Um, it's. You, it's not an essential part of the Jewish religion. It's possible to be a good Jew without believing in hell. But to say that there is no hell in Judaism is very much ignoring a lot of sacred texts. Well, I mean, it's like Sart. Hell is other people. Also, are you guys able to still hear me? Because I'm, my sister is calling me, and I'm ignoring her phone call. But I'm, <laughs> I'm hearing little beeps. Uh, hopefully, they're not fucking up the trans. The... We, we hear no beeps. Yeah. Okay, fine. I, I guess she'll soon give up and stop giving me beefs. <laughs> you see how much Your I value this sister. podcast? I'm a, yes, I'm ignoring my sister for you guys. So, so um, it, again, I, I'd have to like do my homework to really figure out what this word means. But I think that the stewardship versus dominion is bullshit that was made up recently. Okay. Good to know. Diogenes needs to go back in his barrel. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. Okay. So from here we see this verse together with verse 30 sort of implies that you're supposed to be a vegetarian. Right, because go, go, go on and read verse 30. Okay. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. That's pretty explicit. And it seems yeah. like we can eat anything, Eliezer. Okay, it's... it's... We have dominion, and he just said it's all food. <laughs> this is why Diogenes is fat. It's right here. I'm a house. You're not that fat, Diogenes. I'm an apartment. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Actually, you guys have a good point. Yeah, yeah. The truth is, yeah, I take it back. Okay, so there's... Darn. Okay, so here's the story. I was just hanging out... I was, I was, I was hanging out with a Christian friend of mine... And he was saying that Genesis says you should be vegetarian. And I was like, no, I know Genesis, I'm chewy. And then I went home and I looked it up and I was like, damn. I would guy's love right. to Genesis. have been a fly on the wall. Yeah. So, so then I got home and I looked it up and I was like, 
damn, Josh is right. Like, Genesis does say to be vegetarian. But now I'm looking at it again, and I'm like, man, maybe Josh was wrong. So it could be that this is another one of those different, like maybe Genesis 2 or Genesis 3 is what he was quoting from. But yeah, you're right. Genesis 1 pretty much says that you don't have to be vegetarian. Yeah, we have dominion over everything. The right. sea monsters. And the sea monsters yeah, are our slaves. Where, where did the sea monsters Why go? Why can't I ride this? a sea monster? Or a sandworm. I want to ride a sea monster. Wait, okay, so this, 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 okay, ver, ver, verse 29 <laughs> it says, verse 29 says, eat plants. Verse 30 says, all the animals and all the plants you should eat. So like. So maybe he's like, he's like, it, it's like a guided tour, you know? It's like, oh, you can eat this and you can also eat all of these things over here. There's more of this over there, but you can eat these other things. They're moving. Now, and animals weren't eating each other yet because there's no original sin, right? Or is that something they just teach crazy Christians? I think it's a crazy so, Christian thing. So it, it's something that the crazy Christians say. It's what also do crazy Jews believe? So Jews also have, <laughs> Jews also have that belief. It's, it's true. There is, there is such a belief. Um, and I'll, it's, it's somewhere, don't yell at me for a spoiler, but in Isaiah, I think, okay. or somewhere. Somewhere way, way later, it says that... I have that, no idea who that is. I, oh, you're going to... If you guys do one chapter a week, it's going to be like a few decades before you get to Isaiah. <laughs> but I, I think he said something like, you know, in, at the end of days, when we're all living happily ever after, the, the wolf will lie with the lamb, and the lion will eat straw like a cow. And what? The, yeah, yeah, because we're going to be living happily ever after. No one's going to. Oh, and the verse continues. But their teeth they, they aren't built for that. It's <laughs> stuck gonna, in there. It's gonna be the end times when when everything is good and like if God if God can revive the dead, God can change the lion's teeth to eat straw. But but that's zombies and lions eating straw. That that is just madness. I thought it was okay. Christians who had the zombies, Eliezer. No, I mean that, Jews, that's what the Messiah is. The zombies come yeah. back, but the the zombie. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot to talk it, about, but let's. Let's, let's it, was the Rebbe gonna? Was there gonna be? Was the Rebbe a necromancer? Oh my God! I mean, I don't mean to offend you. I'm just asking the question. So, uh, was he? Wow! Was he like going to raise to the dead? Is my question. Okay. So, yes, he was supposed to do that. No, he was not going to be a necromancer because necromancers talk to the dead while they're still dead. Whereas when the Messiah comes, all the dead are going to be alive, not as zombies, as just, like, productive members of society. <laughs> I mean, you could put zombies on a big gerbil wheel, and they will also be production, productive members of society, generating power. Yeah, that, that's not what Isaiah promised There's a movie us. about that. Fido, right? <laughs> yeah. so, so the rabbi said this, like, uh, this, this, this idea that the, that the lions are going to be eating straw like like the cows, it's not going to be a completely new thing. It's going to be reverting back to the original state that things were in back in Genesis 1. Okay, so the good times are here again. Yeah, exactly. We it's all have straws stuck things. in our canine teeth that were made for tearing flesh. It, oh, oh, no. You know so they're going to make Eden great again. The, yeah, why did God give them such pointy teeth if they were all vegetarians? In, here, here's what I think happened. After they were after the fall, 
Then God was like, oh shit, I need to make people evil. Let me fuck with the lions and give them pointy teeth so that way they can take part of their evil role of being killers. Maybe. Whoa. <laughs> why, why does God so, want to make us evil? So, so what you're saying is that God is now pitting his creations against each other in some kind of battle royale. Yes, but you have to wait till the chapter about the fall for that. Dude, we're, we're, oh. Dude, we gotta get to Jesus. One. We gotta, like, speed through this if we're gonna get to Jesus. We're still on page one. Dude, Jesus, he flips the tables. He's, like, doing all kinds of shit. God saw everything that he made, and indeed, it was very good. And there was evening, there was morning, the sixth day. And it was Friday night, and God said, let's party, it's the weekend! Is that what happened to the unicorns? Dude, we didn't get to the unicorns yet. There's unicorns in there? No. Yes, there are unicorns in the Bible. Don't dangle that carrot. Not not in Genesis. (laughs) I don't think so. There are dragons and unicorns and sea monsters. The sea monsters, yes. The, The unicorns, maybe in Job... Maybe in, in <laughs> Exodus, but not So in it's not a hard no on unicorns. Yeah, it's definitely not a hard no on unicorns. What about dragons? A fire-breathing dragons? No, just dragons. Like big... I'm pretty sure it says in black and white, in this Bible somewhere, the word dragons. Maybe, maybe. So, so there's there's the sea monsters that you guys encountered already, right? Yeah, yeah. I know that's my favorite verse so far. So you got the sea monsters, which might be dragons. I don't know. They're called this big serpents, right? Yeah. Verse twenty-one. God created the big serpents. So they might be dragons. I don't know. Do you guys want to move on to verse two? Because. Um, <laughs> Not verse 2, chapter 2. Diogenes, you will know um, when they make Kiddush, Whoa, 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 whoa. We got a couple lines to go. Wait. Oh, we didn't didn't finish chapter 1? No, we got a... And indeed, it was very good. And there was... Oh, no. We did. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) Dude, we we got through a whole... We got through a whole page. (laughs) So is that a a book, a chapter? (laughs) What? We have 5,000 years to go. next Sunday for an all-new Atheist Read the Bible and find out what happens when God rests and then creates man, plants, animals, and woman again for some reason in a different order. Who wrote this thing anyway? Find out next Sunday on Atheist Read the Bible.